Hopefully we are synced and ready. Uh, God, it's been so long since we've done this. Um, yeah. yeah. Hello and welcome back. Finally, after like three months, give uh, or take. Yeah, give or take. To the Nerd Spectrum Podcast. Uh, I guess we'll just call this season two, uh, since uh, it's a new year, new us, maybe. Actually, I'm I'm pretty sure we're the exact same. I molted my entire skin, and you know, and so yeah. Oh, that must have been painful. Uh, you get used to it. It happens every year, you know. New, new year, new me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like those people who are like, uh, it's like New Year's Eve. It's like twelve fifty nine, and they say, "Hey, man, I'll see you next year." Oh, good God! It's just like, I, just, I, 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 I hate no, you. I can't even. I can't even tolerate. I don't, I, like, I used to do that, I used to be one of those people, but now I just, I don't even have the willpower to make that <laughs> joke to people, because I just, you I just, just, I feel bad at this point doing that. You just can't do it <laughs> I, I don't, I know, I can't. <laughs> uh, but you know what I can do, Joe, is I can introduce our, uh, I can introduce us. Uh, my name is Cole Bruce CJ Poirier, and joining me uh, for this new season premiere, it's Joe Does Draw. Hello, doing, Joe. It's me. It. I'm doing it is good. You. Yep, that's good. Indeed. Uh, it. You may also notice. We'll talk about this real quick. Um, you may notice there is no Finn. Finn is not here with us. It is just myself and Joe. And the reason is because Finn has decided, uh, to move on from the Nerd Spectrum podcast. And uh, we are very, uh, thankful for everything Finn has done and contributed. Um, they will probably still be showing up as like a guest every so often but as a uh, co-host of the podcast uh they, they have made their wishes clear that they don't want to be a part of it in that capacity and we completely respect that and we are very thankful that we had our season one with finn and we hope that uh and we hope that you guys uh still enjoy the podcast regardless and still support finn and uh whatever they end up doing uh creatively because they're very talented individuals they deserve a lot of love and respect, and uh, we're always very excited for him. For now, it is the Joe and CJ show. That's crazy. <laughs> I was gonna say it's the dude cast, but I realized I we can't <laughs> we can't do that because uh, have you seen those little dude cast comics on Twitter at all? I've seen a little bit of them. I haven't seen them too much. Uh, they're by a user uh, called Bean Paste, and uh, just <laughs> mm. <laughs> they're great. Ah, uh, yes, yes, I have seen these. Um, <laughs> I think probably like the one thing that I've enjoyed so far on Twitter has been uh the account Zyler worries for you, who does oh like, yeah I've seen short that. animations yeah it, some of his shit is funny like I I think his uh his little videos he does like an animation I think like every Sunday he tries to get one out like every Sunday and dude that is commendable that is yeah. very commendable. Because it's like being able to make like anything on a weekly basis. Like, and this is coming from someone who tries like their best to keep to a creative schedule, whether oh, it yeah. be streaming or like anime or like videos or anything like that. Trying to keep to a consistent schedule is a nightmare. It is a it is a fundamental nightmare. 
Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> and so like to be able to do something like that, make a full animation like each week, mm-hmm. dude. It's kind of like um, I forgot the name. Never mind. But uh, oh yeah, tell you, tell you, tell you, fertile, uh, teleporter. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. them. Because yeah. they did like <laughs> they did like an animation each day. Yeah. Like a short animation each day. Yeah, I remember uh, Daft Pina made a video about Teleporte, mm-hmm. and their their work is fantastic. Uh, they have some of the cleanest. Uh, I will say their line work is fucking amazing. Yeah. And the amount of like detail and shading that they are able to put into their animations, fantastic. I see a lot of their stuff get re-uploaded onto YouTube. Of course. Because like, and they always have like it's. <laughs> It's the same format each time. I don't know. I think the channel is like Liquid Animation. I don't know if it's their channel or they're just a re-upload channel. I'm pretty sure they're just a re-upload channel. But um, it's literally just a still from the video colored. And it's always like like, got tits or ass or something in it from the animation. It's like one still. And then it shows the animation. And then it shows the same still from the beginning again. And it's like, that's it. That's the entire video. It's like a minute long. And they get like over 100,000 views. I'm like, man. You gotta, you gotta for- remember that, uh, this, how do you put it? Somehow, general audiences on YouTube and just outside, right? Yeah. They just, they just have brain rot and can't understand that videos get re-uploaded like i saw um i remember seeing someone uh, uploaded uh their own like among us video on tiktok three months Mm -hmm. after a bunch of people were reposting it and despite his name being all over the video people were like this isn't yours you re-uploaded it faker fraud (laughs) man don't you love when people are very unobservant it's fantastic because yeah. it means you get to bully people for be for them being unobservant, and you get to have the true high HQ. Mm-hmm. You get to be the big brain because <laughs> that's what we all strive for. I think. I think the biggest like dopamine boost we get is like when we get to put someone and like tell someone, "No, you're wrong. Here's why you're wrong." Yeah, you're a stupid fucking idiot. These are the facts. If you don't like them, you can buzz off. And then you just have a swarm of people going. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> also, on a completely unrelated note, uh, oh perfect, I three, love a good nonsense. Yeah, uh, three minutes ago they announced that uh, Terminator is going to be put in Fortnite. I. <laughs> no. Okay. They okay. just put Predator in Fortnite. Yep. What do you mean? Hang on. Where is it on the official? Like Twitter, yeah. Uh, Sarah Connor and T- T-800 and Sarah Connor are being added. It I'm was, checking right now. It was announced three three minutes ago, just just, <laughs> just recently. No! <laughs> Why? And I thought, I thought, like, Mortal Kombat was, like, the, the, the like, 90s movie kind of game, <laughs> you know? Why? But I guess it's... Also, the, I love how the tweet before it, it's like, there's still time to grab the throwback axe in the f- in the item shop. Wait, come to think of it, uh, it's Rambo in Fortnite. It's I'm wait, Rambo 
Yeah. Rambo. Uh, Rambo. Rambo isn't in. I, I I know they got added to Mortal Kombat 11, and I'm just like thinking about like the like that Did era. Did Rambo get added into Fortnite? Because I, I, I again like I know, know I know it was Mortal Kombat, but like now that they're uh-huh. adding now that they're adding um you know the Terminator and um you know what you know real quick CJ uh, I want to make yeah. a bet. Watch watch whenever this go live or after the recording, uh, within the next week or so they're going to announce Rambo in Fortnite. He's gonna be if in there. If they do, I'm gonna <laughs> be so upset. Watch, they're gonna do it. They're gonna do it. <laughs> you know what? Here's like this actually. This actually ties in. Like I don't like Fortnite. I've played it. I think it's fine. That's okay. Like it's fine for what it is. It's good, and for the people that still like it, and for the people that still enjoy it, I'm glad. But like when I see shit like, hey, we got fucking. Uh, we got fucking Terminator, and then we also got the Avengers, and then we also got uh Santa Claus, and then we also got, got Wreck It Ralph. Remember, there was a crossover. <laughs> it's with like Wreck It Ralph for Ralph. Breaks it's Internet. like you know what? I can't even really be that upset anymore. It's just like you know, good for Fortnite. I mean, personally, one thing I actually hear from Fortnite players is that they're a little bit tired of the crossovers so they kind of miss a bit of the original costumes and designs i can understand that i can understand that i was so mad i was i was actually so mad um i had uploaded uh a video for on my youtube channel for like the best of the stream uh of like my twitch streams for like the month of december I was so mad. There was one portion of the video that I couldn't get in because uh, it just, for some reason, it was the Master Chief Fortnite reveal. <laughs> um, oh my for God. those who don't know, uh, we did a live reaction oh. to the Game Awards. Oh uh, it was God. myself, Finn, Joe, yeah. uh, Gage, <laughs> and Mancardi. Okay. And uh, Joe yeah. had hinted to this, like, Joe was like, "There's gonna be a special Fortnite." Okay, yeah, because I I heard I got it spoiled early on, so like I I saw uh, because data miners have pulled up literally like the day before, they yeah. had uh, data mined the costume out of the game, you know, mm-hmm. uh, because the models were all in the game and such, right, or at least most of them, and so I didn't know anything about the trailer or what that was gonna entail. I just saw and heard that Master Chief was going to be in Fortnite a day before the Game Awards. And the Game Awards like, "Ah, yeah, we got a we got a big, we got a big thing playing for Fortnite. Hell yeah." And I'm like, "Ooh. I don't think CJ knows about this. I don't think he knows about this. I'm going <laughs> to So like so like CJ's like, "Are are you ready guys?" And I'm like, "Hey, CJ, there's going to be something very cool at the Fortnite showing. You got to get yourself excited." And I just thought, like, you were memeing. Like, I, I had heard there was going to be something at the Game Awards. But, like, the last thing that would have been on my mind was, Master was like, <laughs> was Mast- it was Master Chef made it to Fortnite. I think, and I'm like, I think the trailer itself kind of embodied that mood. With I think it's, like, Fish Sticks is his name. Like, the look on his face when he opens up the freezer. I think. I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't know. Like, the, f- the only thing that, like, I that keeps me interested in Fortnite or that cuz like is the lore of Fortnite and just oh how bad just, shit just just like the it fact is. that like 
the Avengers are somehow weaving their way into the story. Yes, there, like there's, the like, fact, a... Like, I never... Actually, yeah, no, coming to think of it, yeah, you're right. Fortnite does have a fucking bonkers story. I'm trying story. to remember. I don't know if the Fortnite, like, the most recent Fortnite Avengers, like, crossover, if that was, like, a canon thing. I know they made, like, there was a... It was an ongoing part of, like, the Thor comics... Like, there was a set of, there was, like, uh, like, everything that was going on with Thor and Galactus, like, that part was canon in the, in, like, the comic universe. Wait, But really? I don't think the Fortnite part of it was actually canon oh, to either. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, that, that'd make, that'd make sense. I... Because, like, the whole thing <laughs> with, like, because if I remember the comic correctly, because I've recently been starting to, like get back into reading comics mm-hmm. um is like thor becomes like the ambassador to galactus so he the herald of galactus excuse me herald ambassador i mean they they, they work interchangeably but um galactus you know big bad spooky guy goes <laughs> add, i'll add the distortion effects in post um and then he's cool. like, I'm gonna eat a planet. And then Thor's like, oh no! And so he has to go around to all these planets be like, guys, look out! Thor is going to eat your planet! You know, he says it in, um, in, uh, in, in his accent. You know? Wait, and then- <laughs> wait, no, CJ, you just, see, wait, no. You just, you just said that Thor goes to the planet. And says, "Hey, Thor's gonna eat your planet." I don't. Did I say Thor's gonna? Yeah, yeah, Thor yeah then, you did. You Thor <laughs> then unhinges his jaw using his Galactus powers, and then swallows the entire planet like a lasagna, like Garfield to a lasagna. <laughs> That's kind of Thor. <laughs> <laughs> he he does a big gulp, pats his belly, uh, and then uh, <laughs> he's uh, like, "All right." On to the next one. And then by the time Galactus gets over, he's like, what the fuck? And that that's Thor's plan. He eats all the planets before Galactus can. So there's no <laughs> planets for Galactus to eat. That's the I idea. Fucking, oh. <laughs> I don't know. Why am I? I, like, I, was the one who made the <laughs> I was the one who made the vor joke at first. And now I'm like. <laughs> oh. Oh, man. Hey, you! Uh? Yes, you, the viewer. Do you have a podcast you want to get up and running? Well, check out Anchor, the free editing and recording tool for podcasts, which is kind of ironic considering Anchor's hold you down. But other than <laughs> other than that, uh, <laughs> Anchor is a free tool to help you record and edit your podcast from your phone or PC. And on top of that, Anchor will help you distribute your podcasts to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's a general all-in-one tool that is free. And on top of it, Anchor has monetization values with no minimal listenership. Go to anchor.fm or download the app off of the App Store to get started. Thank you to Anchor for sponsoring the Nerd Spectrum podcast, and thank you for listening. Let's just be honest. Fortnite's weird. Yeah, Fortnite's true. very weird. 
Like, it's a money-making machine, but it's fucking weird. I think it's at the point they can just do whatever the fuck they want, let's be honest. They could just... I think they I think they know that. I'm pretty sure they know that, and they just do it anyways. I feel like the people who are behind, like, the Fortnite team at Epic Games, they're just like, yeah, we could do something like this. Because, like, the community is always like, oh, you guys gotta change this. Guys, we'd really appreciate it if you update this, or, like, all that. And the, and the Fortnite team is like, listen, guys, we hear you, we hear you, and we appreciate all the feedback, but what if, but what if we added Green Lantern? And everyone was like, yo, let's go! <laughs> it's like, that's it. It's a cycle. It's a full-on cycle. Also, actually, one thing that I'm curious about that I still remember and essentially is um, a while back in one of the Fortnite trailers Kirby was in one of the backgrounds they actually blurred out this Kirby in the other wait um... wait what you didn't know about this I yeah no no so. I think while, you might have mentioned it to back, me but I yeah a while back in one of the Fortnite trailers uh, they like Kirby they, people spotted Kirby in the background and then they blurred out his uh, face in the Xbox and PS4 re-uploads of the trailer. You can only see Kirby in, like, the official Fortnite and Nintendo upload of the trailer. That is... What the hell? Yeah. That is a... Yeah, that is... That is explicitly Kirby. Like, yeah. it, the eyes are really good. And it takes it up a good chunk of the screen, too, so it's not even, like... Oh, this this trailer... Oh, this trailer's old. It has the Apple and the Android logo on it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, who, who knows what happened of this, uh, you know, this uh, apparent Kirby crossover is apparently no more, but... You know what's funny? I think probably my favorite thing about Kirby is, like, just how... And this has been pointed out many times by many people... How, how is dark f- it can get, is that what you're gonna... Like, Kirby is a fucking nightmare. Like, legitimately. Like, if we were to think about it, like, Wait, realistically... Oh, you're talking about Kirby itself and not, like, all like the... Like, Kirby itself. Like, I guess Kirby themselves. Themself. Is a nightmare. Because it's, like, a dude who... It, it's, a, it's a blob. It's just a little, a little pink blob. He's got two red feet. And he goes... And then he just swallows you whole in an instant. Well, not even well, not even that. But you have to remember, uh, according to canon, when you get inhaled by Kirby, you get sent to a, like a pocket dimension. Yeah, it's like, what do you do? Do you die? Is that just like you are reborn you, into a new being? Just like if you're in a pocket dimension, like. I what mean, does that entail? Is it just like darkness? I'm is it like sure a vacuum? Probably like the void of space. Yeah, that's what I would think too. So it's just like, which would you? I feel like most people would rather uh, accept death, like actual <laughs> death, than get inhaled by Kirby. Yeah, true. Because like, because I I don't know about you, but like for me, we're gonna get real for a second. Like if I am in the mood for existential dread. I I constantly like worry about what death is like. And like the idea in my head is like is it just an empty void? Is it just like once you go 
is there just nothing? I Not mean, even like the idea of there if there is an afterlife. Like if like if we take that out of the equation, is it just nothing? Because like the idea is like when you're born, all you know is nothing. Everything is black. Is it like the same when you die? I would, uh, I guess I would say um, when you die, it's kind of like you know, you kind of lose all your consciousness in this, in essence. Right. So it's like. There is nothing, but it's like, um, you know, like going to sleep, you know, it's like once you close your eyes and you fall asleep, technically, like outside of dreams, there's really nothing going on. So it's like, uh, anyway, you know what? Yeah. Uh, let's cut back <laughs> into what we, where we left off in the last yeah, episode okay. all that time ago. Yeah. Okay. Remember, so, um, so how was, how was Black Friday for you? How was Black Friday? Was Black oh, it was Friday. horrible. I, I think it was the worst. Um, so when Black Friday came around, like Black Friday could have been a lot worse. I will always say this: holidays can always be a lot worse, which is like that's something that we completely have to just understand. Like right now, given everything that's going on in the world, things could always be worse, and we're I'm very thankful that things are the way they are right now. Where it's just like I'm, I'm, I'm in a content spot. I guess we'll say. Yeah. Um. With how Black Friday went, like, I'm just thankful that like nobody died <laughs> while I was working. That would not have been pretty. <laughs> uh, yeah. That would not have been. That would not have been very Pog Champ. <laughs> oh my God. I uh. <laughs> but uh thing there was actually some very interesting like, things that happened um i think like probably the most notable thing that happened was um i wasn't an, an opener so i wasn't able to like get in like oh no well no i did open but i wasn't there like right when the store opened i was like i was scheduled to come in like 30 minutes after oh, okay. um so when I came in, apparently, like my manager, he's just losing his fucking mind. You just, you just, you just see the coworker on the ground and the Family Guy falling over pose with like game cases pretty, all over him. Like pretty much, he's like, <laughs> he's, he's like exhausted because for those who don't know, I work in a mall. I work at a GameStop in a mall, the biggest <sighs> mall in the state. Oh, so no. it is, it is already a terrible terrible time like uh because video games holiday season go hand in hand terror it's not fun but like my manager he had um these areas roped off so for us what we have to do and this is like the same for every store in the mall you have like this delegated like storefront and if you have a line you can't have it going in front of any other businesses or else it'll impede their traffic and it'll just be a nightmare. So what we did was um, we had our storefront line. And then if people wanted to come in, the line would carry over across the hallway. And we had like these dots on the floor oh, that yeah, would yeah, mark yeah. out like this is spot number one. And they were like six feet apart because we had to make sure we enforce social distancing. Yeah, so it was like yeah, I, I know all these dots. About. And then we would have someone um, – 
in this case, like it was me. I was out out there on the floor, like in the hallway, being like, "Okay, hey, I got a walkie. Um, what do you need? I can tell you if I have it in stock. If I don't, I'm sorry. If I do, I can have them have it ready for you at the front desk, and then they can get you squared away." And that was like that part was easy. There was a lot of people who were very willing to cooperate, but there was a bunch of people, like a bunch of like it was especially bad with like the moms the cares of of the world the the moms the soccer moms of course i am not surprised there was like one mom in particular i'm i'm she's like you know well i don't want to wait in line um i'm like well that's just unfortunately how it is i have like these 15 other people ahead of you that's just how it is but um i can at least try to answer your questions while you wait um what are you looking for specifically she says, I'm looking for a Switch. I'm like, like a Switch console, like a Switch game, an accessory. And she's like, no, a, a game. I'm like, okay, what game are you looking for? And, uh, you know, I'm listing off, like, the most popular titles. You know, there's Animal Crossing, Super Smash Brothers. Hoping that at least one of them. Like, she'll recognize, you know. like Yeah. Like, whether it's like, oh, something on the wish list. Because she didn't have a list. And I'm like, that's, well, that's oh, fine. Okay. But as long as you've heard it. Like, if I trigger something in the memory, I'm like, all right, I can at least work with that. Um, and she's like, no, 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 no. It was a game. It's like, um, it's like, uh, and I'm like, um, yeah, okay, uh, is it like Fortnite or something like that? And she's like, yes, Fortnite. Do you have Fortnite for the Switch? I'm like, well, I don't have any physical copies Cause it's of a- Fortnite in the store because it's a digital title. So, like, I explained to her, you know, well, I don't have physical cartridges um of fortnite it is a digital title so he would just he or she would just need to download the game onto their switch through the switch eShop. and she said but i have something that says there's like a physical box i'm like well about that so this is where i have to okay because i know what you're talking about you're talking about like those like physical like uh 2000 uh v buck costume pack yeah. yeah. So for people who don't know what Joe is referring to, there's a there's um, a physical there's a physical uh, case you can get. I've seen them at GameStop before. Uh, they come in like cases or cards, but it's essentially just uh, a certain amount of e bucks. I mean v bucks uh, and a costume set or whatever, and yeah. it comes. Uh, there's no disc, no cartridge or anything. It's just a Correct. download. It's just a download code, right? Yeah. And that's what you were talking about. There is no physical box. Yeah. Like, the physical box that we have, it's just, like, hey, it's there. Like, all display boxes at a GameStop or any retailer store, believe it or not, those boxes most of the time are display boxes. And so you should just ask if it's Holy in stock. Holy shit! I know. What a crazy concept. What? what? But, like, and so I, I tell her, you know, like, those physical boxes that you see, those are just codes like the code will print at the bottom of your receipt there's no physical cartridge and she's like well that just seems like a fucking scam now doesn't it and i'm just like no and i told her you know i completely understand i don't like it either trust me but that's just how it is and i said also you're still getting the fucking product like at most that could be i mean that could be like a mildly annoying if like you are a case collector but like yeah, I've but it's seen also the like, cases and it's fucking boring as shit. It's just oh yeah, so like and I and you know I have to b- 
be empathetic at least. And you uh, know, yeah, and trust course, me, because you're a trust retail. It, you're you're, you're yeah. forced your pride. And under genuinely, the I don't like the idea of those those physical boxes either. I think those are actually a terrible idea because it's like you get those boxes, and it's like we get the cases, and it's like okay, like you get a case, but there's nothing in it. So you have like this slot where there's like it doesn't like cut out the area where like the disc or the cartridge would be like it's still there it's like your standard case there's just nothing there so it's like uh, what am i supposed to do with this like that's just that's all just a literal empty case like that's and you're paying like 35 dollars for that yeah which is like it feels like if i were a parent and i didn't know what fortnite was like most parents who come into gamestop like if i didn't know I'd feel like I would have gotten ripped off. Like, sure, my kid would be fine. Like, it's like, oh, I got, I got the card for the V-Box. Yeah! I can finally play as Joker from Batman. We gotta build up a pedestal. Maybe I can finally beat Ninja. <laughs> Mary Booga can give me some of his Fortnite money. <laughs> He's also the. They're also the kids that would uh subs who would oh retweet all of those V Buck giveaways on Twitter. Um, oh wait, about V Buck giveaways. You know about the fucking the fucking guy who moves like Borshu like I got nineteen dollars of V Bucks and I'm giving it away. He moves. Oh. He moves like Morshu from the CGI oh, no. games. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna oh come back God. to we're gonna come back to something like that in a second. I want to finish this. Uh, yeah, real yeah, quick yeah. Sorry, cause... sorry. Yeah, go, <laughs> go on. <laughs> so, um, so what ended up happening was, and you know, like, and I also tell her, okay, also, ma'am, you know, there's kids in this line. You know, could you please, you know, cut the language and like, or at least keep it to a minimum? And she's like, no, I don't understand. I don't want to wait in this fucking line just so I can get this stupid fucking game. And I'm like, ma'am, okay, look. I don't want to have to say it again. You know, there's there's literally and these are like the people who are in line. They are like literal families, like four or five people like at a time on these lines and like a bunch of kids, like a bunch of kids. And I'm just like, ma'am, please, like you got to chill or else I'm going to have to ask you to leave. Uh, and she's like, well, you either have this fucking game or you don't. I'm not going to sit and fucking wait if you don't. I'm like, well, OK, you know what? I don't. I don't have it. If that makes you feel better, fine. I'm sorry, but can you please uh, – I have to ask you to leave. And she's like, excuse me? And I'm like, at this point, like there's a security guy coming. I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to walk away. I'm going to keep doing my job. This security guy can take care of her. Uh, but that was like <laughs> the only real bad incident that day. Nothing else like really happened that was like horrible. The Nerd Spectrum Podcast is powered in part thanks to Level Up Coffee. Level Up Coffee is made by gamers for gamers. Kick energy drinks to the curb and pick up your own one-pound bag of the brand new Adventurer Single Origin Blend. Available now at levelupcoffee.com. That's L-V-L-U-P-C-O-F-F-E-E.com. Thank you again to Level Up Coffee for sponsoring the Nerd Spectrum Podcast. What I was going to mention earlier when you mentioned the Fortnite guy. You remember... um. Uh, what was his name? Uh, there was like, like, biggest trends. I think it was, with like the 
These are the top 10 Fortnite YouTubers who've sworn. Uh, <laughs> God. <laughs> Did you know his channel's gone? What happened to it? I don't know. His, like, okay, so from what, uh, what I understand is, like, he's deleted, like, he, all of his videos that he's had, like, they are gone. Like, they are completely gone. And he's rebranded his channel. Oh. But what what's funny is now? like he rebranded his channel as GameWorks, if I remember correctly, and he's supposed to be like I think he's trying to be like a news channel. Okay. But it's a completely different person, like a completely different person, and but like all of the old videos are gone except for five YouTubers who like Fortnite YouTubers who swore. <laughs> that oh video is God. still there. <laughs> you have. I'm Fortnite YouTubers who've sworn. And then the next video oh is like, Sody apologizes for PS5 pre-order mess. And that's it. That's it. I'm like, man, this guy oh, got it. You know what? As long as he keeps up his, like, he knows that that is like what he is known for, his most popular video. So he's going to just keep it up. <laughs> nope. Hi, quick editor's note. So it turns out that the actual Best Trends channel is still active, except the... Fortnite YouTubers who've sworn video has been deleted and re-uploaded under this GameWorks channel. Everything that I just said was a complete myth, I guess. Oops, back to the episode. Nope. Hey guys, welcome back to Best Trends. <laughs> Today we're going to look at five Fortnite YouTubers who've sworn. sworn. I fucking love. I wish I got into those videos. Like, way, way before they started, like, trending. Like, if I, if they became memes. Like, if I made videos like that. I wanted to ram that cash cow into the ground. <laughs> but, like, it's so, like, making videos like that, I think my favorite thing. And it's not that the videos are dog shit, because they are. Mm -hmm. Um, It's, I, I think I love the script, how terrible the scripting is. It's, like, and the super... Delivery. Like dual, like okay. How do I put it? The script is dull and like very formulaic, but then the but then the delivery is like, "Hey guys, here's five Fortnite YouTubers who've swore." Like the delivery is so awkward yeah. and has a weird. It's the as it, the it's, awkward it's, it's a, delivery. It's, it's an That's awkward like... delivery, but it has a weird, kind of oddly charming energy to it. The best, like, the best description I can give, it's, like, someone who's never read a script before, but they understand how they should read it. But, like, they understand, like, the dialect that they need and the intonation, but they just don't understand how to write. Because I remember specifically the five Fortnite YouTubers video. It's, mm -hmm. like, he's, like, there's a bunch of big names on this list, such as Allie and guys, I'm really excited to get into this video. So without further ado, let's hop straight in. And it's like, it sounds like he's going to list more, but he doesn't. And it just jump cuts to another portion. I'm like, that's my shit. That's the shit I like. I love this stupid shit. Because it's like, it's that, it's those moments like that. That are just like, this is what it means to be perfect YouTube content. Because like, people don't subscribe. In my mind, I don't think people subscribe to YouTube nowadays, to YouTubers for good content. 
and I'm what I mean is like I don't think people subscribe to YouTubers for like like the idea of like quality, like the visual quality or fidelity mm. or like the expensive shit unless you're like Mr. Beast cuz like when you're giving away like the equivalent of like millions of dollars away to like your friends or to those in need like yeah when you have a budget like that absolutely go for it like you're making a difference mm-hmm. for those people that's fine but like your pete mckinnons of the world who are like or uh, i guess even a better example like your casey Neistats, who those videos their videos are like super high budget in like terms of like quality like the actual quality mm-hmm. of the videos super high budget super like color correction high quality yeah, like 4k each week like that sort of shit i don't think people subscribe to youtube for that sort of stuff nowadays i feel like especially with where the landscape is now people especially like given everything that's currently going on in the world like a lot of people just want a good laugh oh, yeah, especially totally. so uh, and so not, it's like okay not just a good laugh but I, uh, from my personal experience, I can dot upon. Mm. I just like a good fucking time sinker. Okay, so mm. I have got thoroughly invested in speedrunning content on YouTube. Uh, okay. As a bit of a matter, more so um, videos that analyze, or and also kind of like video game glitch kind of stuff, because I like love son videos. Of a glitch. Uh, not like, quite, not quite sort of a glitch, more like, um, bismuth. Uh, oh, gotcha. You know, more okay. so, more so the longer in-depth videos on glitches, more so speedrunning glitches, because I find, how do I put this? Speedrunning, uh, glitch videos like Son of a Glitch, uh, they're cool and all, but I feel like it's very surface level and kind of basic, because a lot of things covered on that channel are just, oh, hey, here you can go out of bounds, and, um, yeah. you know, do a few funnies. Or it's like, oh, hey, you know, whoa, whoa, wacky, wacky moment. You know, your torso is gone. And, you know, those videos are fine and all. It's not that mm. I, I don't have a problem with them, but I, I'm just saying, like, um, I'm more invested in the type of glitch videos that explain, like, um, kind of like the shit they're doing for, um, like Mario Bros. Three, like arbitrary code execution using Koopa shells to warp to the Peach's oh, yes. like and I learning th- and learning how that shit works, you know, or I how I remember, uh, I remember when Seth Bling made a video about that, yeah, uh, for Super Mario World, and I remember watching this video. I'm like, mm-hmm. this is a fucking SNES game, and you're yep. doing code injections, yes, like, with Koopa shells, with with Koopa shells, with Koopa I think shells. S- I actually don't remember. You know what? I'm going to check. Does Seth Bling... I think I remember Seth Bling has, like, officially moved on to that type of content. I don't know if he does Minecraft anymore. Uh, um, also, another thing, um, but, like, speedrun um, explanation videos that count the... It's kind of a pseudo mix of the progression and um, the glitches involved, such as summoning salt. Uh, I really like yeah because it, that those vi- those types of videos give you a grander scope of how uh, the run progressed, changed with new tricks, as well as how players improved and got better. 
while other videos are uh, analyzing individual runs or individual glitches that kind of show how groundbreaking the glitches or the run was, you know. Um, yeah. One of my favorite glitches I know about that isn't one that everyone talks about, because um, you know, you know, everyone knows about the backwards long jump. You know, everyone knows about that. Um, yeah. But one of my favorite glitches I know of is from Donkey Kong 64. Um, because, okay, I haven't really discussed it much publicly, but I, I, I have been looking into trying to make my own games and such, right? Mm-hmm. And I think this one glitch, outside of learning the intricacies of it and learning how neat it is, I think it's also a very important thing for developing games. Um, yeah. So let me tell you the glitch. So when Donkey Kong 64, when it lags, the game detects it and it will give extra speed to Donkey Kong to make it kind of seem like it's the lag is a uh, real time gameplay. You know, it tries to make it uh, feel seamless. You know, one problem. Yeah. Or you have orange grenades, right? As a primary attack, to Donkey Kongs. In your okay. Yeah. And you can just spam a shit ton of these at once, and when the explosions all go off, it causes the game to lag drastically. And you can use this lag to gain speed, to clip through doors and other walls. Uh, okay, so I remember the progression. At first, people were doing... Um, okay, so you are able to skip it to the second world early. You ha- at first, you had to do this very complicated clip which wasted so much time and was really hard to do. But if you landed, it was really good. And then later, when they realized how lag clipping could work... So, you went from this run-killing glitch clip you had to do at the very start of the run to just spamming a bunch of orange grenades and getting the trick down almost every single time. (laughs) Huh. Yeah. And I've kind of taken... I've kind of tried speedrunning in the sense... Not so much, like, actual speedrunning, but um, more so trying to... um, Try to beat games in one sitting and trying to go a bit fast, you know. Um, if if uh, you remember how I did that one stream of Crash Two, one hundred percent, where it was like six hours, right? Yeah, I wouldn't say that's a proper speed run. Considering the world record's like one hour, you know, <laughs> I'm not gonna upload that to any speed uh, record site anytime. But you know, like right. I would consider that a pretty decent, like, kind of casual attempt, I guess. Because it was just a casual chill stream, and I'm just playing through. I made tons of mistakes and missed tons of things. Probably none of the most optimal routes. Um, but, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, I feel would be fun to try out more. But also, I've tried my hand in, I guess, doing it. I guess I've done quite a few individual uh, speedruns. Or, you know, the Crash 4 time trials. Because um, mm-hmm. if you haven't seen on Twitter, I actually got, uh, for three different levels, I got 10, 6th, and 7th on the online leaderboards for that level. Uh, really? Yeah. Just being awesome. really fast. God, it's... Okay. I don't... <sighs> Crash 4 is good. It's just... Mm-hmm. It's so good. I just... I love it. <laughs> I, I, and I'm going to end it at that before I get into it. But just... 
it's fun, and the time trials are really fucking hard. <laughs> so I've heard. Yes, I've heard many are... legends of these uh, terrifying time trials. Oh my god. Okay, well, I have definitely gotten better at them, but man, they are uh, devilish. They are really hard. But um, anyways. I have wanted of... to start like speedrun games. Oh yeah, um but it's just I like I don't know where to start. I don't know like what Honestly, honestly the same here because like how do I put it? All the games I kind of want to speedrun are like completely dominated already and like have no room for newbies for the most part because of how optimized the current world records are, you yeah. know. <laughs> Is it like, uh, do I want to try that, to speedrun Minecraft? That and, that and also... <laughs> I was going to say, that and also, I don't quite have the authentic hardware for most things. Or a capture card, so, you know, that kind of limits me just, just a little bit, you know? Right, um, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. You could go with the old school route, just, like, record the, the monitor. V- no, 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 record it on VHS like they did in the two, early 2000s. Yeah, exactly. See, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. It's it's just you know you know go back old school. Anyways. I think people would appreciate it yeah. if you. <laughs> yeah. Just like oh man, that really tingles my nostalgia. Oh. Anyways, CJ, what uh what games have you been playing recently? Since I realized we, you know, haven't really talked about games other than Fortnite, which I don't think either <laughs> one of us. I don't Dude, think either. As everyone okay, knows. okay. Have you played? Have you even played Fortnite recently? Uh, I haven't played Fortnite in four years. It hasn't been that. It hasn't been that long. It, <laughs> it has. I'm typing this on my phone right now. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> ah, no! It really, it, it's really gonna be the fourth anniversary of Fortnite this year. Yeah, I haven't played. Oh, it good God! God knows how long. Oh. Uh. So much recently, uh, if and I'm pretty sure I piss off so many people on Twitch because of it. I've been playing so much Dead by Daylight. I think I just hit uh, 450 oh. <laughs> hours. Uh, I I remember I got Dead by Daylight, but I just n- never play it because yeah. <laughs> that's fair. Here, actually, excuse me. I just hit 514 hours. Did you just boot up? Oh, I, I at first I no, I'm just you, checking my I, Steam. I'm okay, for Steam. for like a split second, I thought you booted up the game. I'm like, did you just turn it off? Yeah, that's right. I'm ga- I'm gaming while doing the podcast. I'm multitasking. I could actually uh, <laughs> hold on. Yeah, let me let me uh, play some Crash Four right now. I got it. No, don't stop, stop. <laughs> we have to at least finish this. Yeah. Nice. Uh, God, uh, I did just get Spirit Far, so I'm really excited to play that. Oh, I um, heard that game is pretty good. Gorgeous. Um, the aesthetic, like, the art mm-hmm. style is something that really grabs me. And it's a, just another chill game. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been trying to get back into Animal Crossing. Yeah. I've been slowly just trying to get through all of, like, the events that I've missed so I can get I... back to, like, the current day. The only reason I, like haven't played animal crossing is just uh, and nothing is really captivated me again and not only that but hearing how fans are like yeah they haven't added like anything from the old games it kind of makes me like ah 
Damn. Yeah. There are other games that like I've been really wanting to get into. I just started my playthrough of Immortals Phoenix Rising, so I'm very excited. Mm. I've been enjoying it a lot. Um, I got Hyrule Warriors uh, mm. Age of Calamity for Switch, so I'm going to probably start playing that soon. Mm-hmm. Um, before heading back into um, before heading back into Breath of the Wild, but I was just talking with somebody last night. I'm like, I realize I have like so many games on my Steam library that I just haven't played. So I want to go through. Maybe what I'll do during like the end of like this quarantine is I'll like play all of like the games that I just haven't touched yet. Hey CJ, yeah. Do you- you want to play Blood and Bacon on stream? <laughs> you forgot I had Blood and Bacon. I played it like once. Yeah, I've you, only played it only... for 40 minutes. <laughs> and that was back in December 3rd. That was back on December 13th, 2016. Hey, CJ, you should play uh, Team Fortress 2 with me. I do need. I do want to play some TF2. Like, I, I want to start okay, getting back into like, TF2. I, I've actually played TF2 quite a lot, and oh my god, I, 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 I don't think I give TF2 enough credit. It is just, I can understand why it's a timeless classic. People still play it 13 years after release. It's, it is so much fun. And TF2, I don't think any, I don't think any FPS has anything like Demo Knight TF2. <laughs> I don't think there is anything like even because, akin to it. Okay, like that and Spy. Spy is really cool for just for the fact that his invisibility actually is real invisibility and not just like yeah, it's true. And not just like um oh, I have a weird looking green screen effect on me. Like I have been chroma keyed, you know. <laughs> like Spy when he's invisible, he's actually invisible for Unless you bump into him, and then he's like, "Oh, whoops! I had the chroma key effect on. Whoops." Um, but also, just um, the reason why I like Demo Knight so much is just because it's just fun to not use a gun and just to charge into your enemies with a sword and <laughs> rush them down like that. Because ah, oh, it's so fun. But um. <laughs> Especially if you don't even use any of the swords and you just use the frying pan. You just run in and bash people over the head with a frying pan. <laughs> Bonk! God. Or the, or the Uber Pool Caber uh, is also a fun one. Going Caber Night. Because mm. um, it explodes on impact, right? Yeah. And uh, if you charge with the Caber... Uh, you'll get a guaranteed crit from it. And when you crit with the caber, uh, you do damage yourself in the process, but you can unleash an attack that is like, I think you can do an explosion that um, does like 340 damage or something, which is enough to kill a heavy at full health. Plus it has an explosion impact, meaning I've seen clips, I've even done it myself, where I've managed to just rush in and just take out an entire, um, an entire like choke point of like three people just rushing in with the caber. <laughs> like, it's a terrible weapon, garbage weapon, but I mean, like those moments just feel fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Anyways, geez. outside of that, 
Are you uh, looking forward to anything? Am I looking forward to anything? Probably the most exciting thing I'm looking forward to is a game I'm not even going to be able to play. Uh, the Medium. I'm, uh, Wait, that's medium. the that's the game where it's like two worlds rendered at once, right? Yeah, it's an yeah, Xbox. Yeah, I remember that. It's yeah, the yeah. new Xbox exclusive. Mm. Um, I will say like the new Resident Evil Village. Oh, I'm also actually, uh, there was a trailer for that today. If you didn't hear about it, yeah, I watched the oh, showcase. Yeah. Uh, oh, it yeah. came out the day as we are recording this. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't um, watch it, but I kind of trimmed over what the recaps people made. And the gameplay looked good, but like everything else was sort of like, uh. Uh. Also, apparently, I don't know anything about it, but I saw there's a Resident Evil multiverse kind of thing, simply just called Reverse. Yeah. To... Except they don't call it Reverse, which pisses me off, because like it's like Wait, it the pissed? guy who's describing it, it's like, this is R E Verse, and I'm like, oh, uh, no. Like why call it that? Why call it that if it's if it if you're not good as, and it's like it's the same thing that the best thing I can compare it to. You it's, have the pun. Um, just run with it, please. That is all I ask. Just run with the pun. <laughs> just run with it. Uh, the best thing I can like say it's like remember Project Resistance, that like last year when Resident Evil Three remake came out, it was like that multiplayer game mode that was like if you buy resident evil 3 you get this game mode for free and it's like its own separate game that's basically the same thing with mm. this one it's like it's a smaller experience that doesn't look like as cool because it's, it's, it like it's a little novelty the, you know because i think the idea it's you play as like you play as like one of the good guys and then if you die you transform into one of the bad guys and go kill the other good guys and it's like a multiplayer shooter sort of i don't want to call it battle royale because i don't think that's right but it's like kind I, of I like don't a, know. they didn't really explain kind it. of it's like just a like, player versus player enemy kind of ordeal yeah it's like i don't i don't know <laughs> I don't know what it feels. It, it it exists. I'll say that it exists. Okay. Um, the other thing was like, hey, there's a crossover with Division Two. I'm like, that game's still That's around. That's cool. I guess. <laughs> I'm like, that game still exists. What? Hmm. Division Two still exists. I I was confused as everyone else. Yeah. And then they were like, hey, there's a movie that's coming to Netflix. There's an animated movie coming to Netflix. I'm like, oh, okay. I think we already heard about that. Correct me it was like, uh, they said it was like announced last year, but it's coming yeah. it's coming out worldwide like, like to Netflix little, this October. Yeah, like a little update about it. Okay. okay. Yeah. They didn't even show like a clip. They didn't they show just, like a clip like, or a teaser. Like, hey, it was guys. just like some footage and that's it. It's like, hey guys, it's like coming out in October. Check it out. <laughs> that's yeah. honestly verbatim. That's pretty much it. <laughs> it's like, oh, wow. so last it was like literally it was like last june we announced a brand new resident evil cg animated movie mm -hmm. it's gonna be coming to netflix this october it follows leon kennedy after resident evil 4 the one that you guys all like yeah that one takes place <laughs> after that see you in october and that's it i'm like that's all you gotta show you're not even gonna like show a t like a trailer or anything nothing it's just like there's little bits of footage 
Oh, did you see that Easter egg? Did you? Did you? You gotta be zoom in fifty percent. Enhance. 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 It says "fuck you" on the paper. Whoa! What could that mean? It's like, man, I was kind of disappointed. It's like the gameplay looks nice. Like, I love. I think my favorite thing was like how they said block. Like they said blocking is a feature. Like. Guess what, guys? You can block enemy attacks by raising your hands, by raising your arms in front of your face. I'm like, oh, thank God. That's what the last game was missing. Blocking. Like, No, wow. don't hit me. Don't hit me, please. No, like, don't. It would, make, it would make sense to have a shove mechanic, you know, push your enemies away Yeah, it does me. have a shove mechanic, but it, it's Wait, just like... Wait, so it has both a shove and a block? <laughs> Yeah, it's what's, just like, man... What's the point of having great. the block, then, if you could just shove them away? It's just like, man, great that job, guys. No You're really okay. doing a good job. Anyways. Maybe when I get it and I do a playthrough, I'll just do it only push run. I'll do a push, <laughs> push percent run and see how quickly I can zoom uh, through imagine, the game by imagine for like the, Imagine for the bosses, it's like, uh, okay, so TF2's <laughs> Man vs. Machine, there's a few death pits where if you want you can just cheese the boss robots and just push them into the death pit and win instantly. Yeah. It's just like that. It's like whenever you like let's say uh, you go against the tall vampire ladies whatever you just push them into the, you just push them into the garlic pit and you win. <laughs> just push them in. Yeah. Also, uh on a completely different uh game. Oh dude, I, I think... love non sequiturs. Yeah. I love uh, these these ep- these transitions are epic. Here, check out this transition. Oh, that's great! <laughs> epic, <laughs> epic transition. Um, hey, I love that quack. <laughs> I am that duck. I, I would have to say, um, I think Bowser's Fury Mario Three World is probably the most worthwhile. Wii U port they've done so far. Um, I'm a little worried. Based off footage. I'm actually kind of worried. Um, okay, uh, real quick. Let me just recap, because there were a few little details that were missing. Um, yeah, go for it. I think it's going to be five worlds in this Bowser's Fury. Mostly because I noticed, uh, for one, uh, one thing that they didn't actually show off on the, even in the overview trailer, uh, you actually fight Fury Bowser multiple times. Each time yeah. you beat him, you unlock a new island chunk, right? Mm-hmm. Like a whole new island to explore. It's all connected on the lake. I noticed in the trailer, we saw two islands. Because uh, you notice there was a yellow island you know, by the yellow cat doors. And there was a um, blue island with the blue cat doors. And it looked yeah. kind of like he was like Mario at one point was kind of going to a green area. But I'm not too sure about that. I kind of forgot. But uh, but also, you know, the, there was the whole uh, like people pointing out the four cats. There were all, you know, there was a pink cat, there was a blue cat, there was a green cat, you know, Mara's the yellow cat, and there's a green cat. And then yeah. you have that weird uh, Coleco, kind of like orange cat, you know. Now, people think it's Daisy or whatever, um, but regardless of what you think about it, I think that, I think it's probably we're going to have five worlds or something. Because, you know, we're going to have the yellow gates, the green gates, the blue gates, mm-hmm. the pink gates, that kind of thing, you know. So, like, each cat suit is like a mark of progression yeah essentially that would make sense and i can see um that. not only that but just the addition of um multiplayer online multiplayer 
to the core experience, I think, makes it worth it as well. Um, and not only that, but even just little details, like, apparently they're adding four-player co-op to the uh, Captain Toad levels. No one asked for that, no one needed that, but, you know, the fact they're doing it is cool. Is pretty cool, you know? Okay, so let me put it hmm. this way. Um, out of all the new features this port's adding, you know, it's a lot better than what other ports, like, um, this thing, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, what do you, what new do you get in it? Like, two carts, three characters, new battle courses, that's it. Yeah, you know? pretty much. What do you, like, stuff that, sh- that, like, the battle courses I think should have been in the first game, and the fact they promised more DLC only just to add in, like, three carts and then put all their effort into Mario Kart Tour, you know, it's just, yeah. Um, then you have, um... What is it? Uh, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, which adds funky mode. And now funky mode uh, has a lot of cool momentum, right? Yeah. But it's it's a glorified easy mode, you know. Oh, absolutely. Pikmin, Pikmin Three only has like twelve new missions, and I think like I in like the Bibliopedia, which is which is neat. Pikmin fans would like that, but it's like it's just a matter of it's not that much new content, you know. Um. That's something I I worry about with Bowser's Fury. That it's like it's another situation where it's like it looks cool in concept, but like an execution. Oh yeah, yeah, no, like, I uh... I get that. But from the looks of it, um, I would say Bowser's Fury is looking like a like a third mar like a third of Mario Odyssey's content in it. I'm gonna be honest. When you mm. kind of see the scope of one of the sections, it looks like the size of one of the worlds from Mario Odyssey. Like, one of the smaller-scaled worlds from Mario Odyssey. Like, uh... Yeah. Like, the Lost Kingdom, you know? Yeah. Just think of that five times over. That's, that's a lot of content, even if it's a bit small, I'd say. And, um... I'd say Bowser's Fury is probably going to be a nice, good... Maybe six hours at most, I'd say. If for a full 100% completion... Because from the looks of it, not only do you have this open world with hidden content, uh, co-op with Bow- uh, Bowser Jr. at your side, but also um, Fury Bowser is going to be a constant threat, you know? You'll be chilling, and then he'll come out and harass you, essentially. Based off the overview trailer. Yeah. So... But Fury Bowser, from what I know, won't come out only when, um, think of it like a day and night cycle, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's something I I think is pretty on par Yeah. with what you can expect. Yeah. I, so, I think my main issue with Bowser's Fury is it feels like there's a lot of potential for it, but I think the question is, like, is it actually going to be super fun? Oh, And I think yeah. that's, like, I think a lot of people like buy are gonna buy it specifically for bowser's fury and that's it that's when, a shame like, because 3d world is really really damn good like it is yeah, a very exactly. great experience and i feel like people like okay let me put it this way i don't have much of a problem with nintendo choosing to port the wii u games over i mean outside of you know the the, the price point like i think my only real gripe with it is kind of the price point and the fact that it kind of it kind of takes away from newer games development a bit, you know, to optimize and port the games over, you know. But other than that, I think that these are 
um, it's an excellent way for people to get back to the games, even oh, if it absolutely. does kind of feel like a big, you know, middle finger to Wii U owners. I do think that it is best that these games do not die on Wii U, and this is coming to someone who had these games on Wii U. You know, hey, let me put it that way. You know, yeah, I think that's absolutely fair. And I think that's, like, the best thing with a lot of these ports. It's, like, it's giving a lot of these games, like, new life on newer hardware. But I think my main issue is, like, is the new content that they add going to be worth the purchase? Because I can guarantee this game's going to be 60 bucks. It is. It is. It's going to be 60. Like, it, but... it's 60 bucks. And it's, like, is yeah. – and I think that's, I think, what a lot of people have an issue with. Mm-hmm. when it comes to these nintendo ports it's is it worth 60 bucks with all the new stuff that they're adding because yeah, it's like I, oh sorry go ahead i was gonna say again i would say that bowser's fury does seem the most worthwhile for a 60 dollar purchase because again yeah when you compare it to what it had in the original you have a new photo mode you have online multiplayer you have the entirety of Bowser's Fury. You know, you have something new and something that isn't just an easy mode. Because you have to think, you know, Donkey Kong Country. And I'm what pretty they, sure you still have, like, the... yeah, and you still have the yeah. post-game from yeah, 3D like, World. You still have all the content. Um... I think, like, I think for a lot of people, especially, like, I, I think my big issue was, like, with New Super Mario U Deluxe, because U Deluxe yeah. was sixty dollars. Not only but that, like, but all of the new like, okay, not the new only stuff th- that they added was like, not it was that just glor- great. It was just glorified easy modes, and not only that, but one like if you were trying to play with four players, one player is forced to be an easy mode character. Someone has to play Toadette because remember they cut, uh, I think it was Blue Toad actually. They kept Yellow yeah. Toad, but they kept Blue Toad. They took my man Buck and Barry out. Damn it. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, cool, you put Super Luigi U in it. I'm like, but you did that on the Already. Wii as well. Yeah, so it's it, like, it does. It's not... And that game was also 60 bucks. And like, oh, cool, the best thing that you added was Toadette. It's like, okay, but... Whoa, that, yeah. Yeah, what an achievement. What an achievement. Real, real... I'm sure your dev team thought real hard about that. Okay, honestly, can I just... I, I've been thinking about it. Can I tell you what I think 2D Mario, the next 2D Mario should have? What? I think the next 2D Mario should have... I feel like they should ditch the pre-rendered sprites they've been using, because it kind of looks kind of cheap, honestly. I can see it, yeah. Like, when when you look at... I think it's most prevalent when you see it in Mario Maker 2. When you look at stages in Mario Maker 2 Wii U style versus 3D World, there's an apparent, like, oof, yikes, ew. Yeah. yeah, there's obviously there's something there that's just I like think, it's it's yeah. sort of like off-putting. Yeah, I think it's because like all the not only are all the sprites pre-rendered and not like fully 3D models, but they're some of the animations are actually fairly choppy. Um, but basically, the thing is, I think 2D animated would work for the style. Well, think of it like all the promotional art, kind of like that style of 2D would be really yeah. cool. Um, but outside of that, I feel like. Uh, the locations can be a lot more um, jam-packed with detail, you know? Because you think of it, mm-hmm. a lot of the environments are pretty bland. 
in terms of like the actual design of the light because it's just a static background there's like how do i put it there's no up close foreground elements other than like flowers i guess you know yeah it's more of like the foreground like, details yeah that are sort of like, like the they it, get the it, most detail. i guess it, i guess it is kind of unfair to i mean actually not really like when you compare it to a few other indie games like i guess like celeste or um like flint hook you can tell that uh you know, like, they could put a little bit more detail on the, like, the actual playing field of Mario is, you know. I think yeah. uh, one little detail I like about um, Crash 4 that I think they can implement is just, there's just creatures in the background, like, in the backgrounds of levels that just stare at you. Like, just little yeah. things like that will make the environment feel more alive, you know. Um, it's those extra, like, details. Yeah, and not only that, but I feel like they need to play with their concepts more. You know, it's you know, grassland desert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all we all know. But like, think yeah. of it. Think of rather than just the beach world. What if it's a beachy pirate world? What if there's pirates? You know, pirate goombas. You know that kind of thing. You know, mm. you haven't really touched with that idea much. You know, that that kind of stuff. That, what about rather than just going underwater, you go to the deep sea and you know it's glowing coral or whatever. That kind of thing. Yeah. Um. You know, it's funny. I think of Mario. In the way that like I think of like old like some of like the newer sonic games mm -hmm. in the way it's like how the devs like the sonic team like they had the issue of like a lot of their games feeling like the exact same words like oh it's just green hill zone again wow yeah um well don't worry but, like, guys at this time we made it sand hill <laughs> but it's like and nowadays it's sort of like the that sort of effect is rubbing off on mario in a way oh yeah and I feel like that's only really applying to 2D Mario because 3D Mario is kind of broken out of that cycle a bit with, because I would say, I mean, I think it's most prevalent with Odyssey, of course, because I feel like mm. Odyssey kind of broke the chain. But like, think of, like, Odyssey's level arch archetypes within, uh, you know, like, a standard, more traditional 2D Mario, you know, city levels and all that. But not only yeah. that, but just, um, one concept I don't think Mario's really touched upon much is time of day honestly you think of it almost all the grassland levels are daytime you know you know they'll get a few night grassland levels there's a few sunset grassland yeah. levels in there you like know? you'll put it in like you'll put it in um fucking super mario maker but you yeah. won't put it in the main games mm -hmm. like that feels weird yeah because it's like like, it's cool that the option is there, but it's, like, how many people are actually uh, asking for it, though? Yeah. Or True. not even like that. It's more like, why is it that you added this feature in, but you haven't added, like, into this game, but you haven't added it to, like, the other games? I guess that's more of a better example for, <laughs> I think that's a better explanation of what I mean. Because it's like, there's a lot of concepts that are in, like, Super Mario Maker that should be in the main games. Yeah. Well, I think it's also just because there hasn't really been a new 2D Mario and since, like, U Deluxe. Since Mario or Maker. Or what was it? Um, or actually, no, not U Deluxe, since U, essentially. Or, like, Super Mario Run. Yeah. But even then, that was like using. I'm pretty sure that was using 3D world assets for the most part. No, no, that used uh, assets from you. Oh, that's what I meant. 
Yeah. <laughs> Blanking. Um, but just like I think what Mario Two D Mario needs is just uh, okay. As yeah, it's it's something inspired from Crash Four when I was playing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just <laughs> uh, nothing wrong of, with that. You got got a fresh think idea. Of, think of the like uh, alternative timeline levels, right? Mm-hmm. Um, where essentially I think. I think Mario can really play with its story mode, or if it uses other characters, like um, the idea of oh hey cat oh hello sorry my cat just jumped down next to me, <laughs> um, but like um, <laughs> sorry, because like in Crash Four some levels will have moments where Crash will be like oh what happened here like a thing will happen and it Crash is like huh what happened and then it's like oh that's what happened. Uh, it turns out Dingo Dial or Talna or Cortex did a thing and another thing happened allowing you to progress, you know? Right, yeah. Like, Dingo Dial pushes over a bunch of rocks and blocks off the dinosaur and Dino Dash. Cortex uh, stops an, uh, Nitrous Oxide ship from escaping. And uh, and then the thing is, like, those all lead to an alternative level where you play as Dingo Dial or Cortex. And you play through... Um, a level as them and their gameplay style is similar but they have their own interesting quirks like you know dingo dial has a suck gun tana has the hook the hook shot essentially and cortex has his ray gun think of that but you know with wario you know you know i was gonna say wario or waluigi but just like think of that think of how you could incorporate those characters and you know the other mario characters into the game hell i would be down um, imagine the concept of the Bowser's minions like the story idea of playing as Bowser's minions from the 3DS remakes of the Mario and Luigi games but in 2D Mario imagine just imagine having levels where you just play as a Goomba (laughs) (laughs) you know like stuff like that would be cool wouldn't it it's definitely something that I think a lot of people would appreciate for sure but it's that question of like uh if they were to add it what's twist because i feel like if they were to add something like that a lot of people would be like hey that's just you took the idea from crash 4 it's like there's probably that nintendo twist i mean i mean probably not uh when you consider that like mario kart has actually taken ideas from every single one of the Crash Team racing games that have come out. <laughs> trick That's jumping. Fair. That That's was the first fair. trick jumping. That was actually a thing in Crash Team Racing. Uh, when you get you jump off a ramp and you get a boost for how long you had hang time for. Later that was right. introduced in Mario Kart Wii. Or uh, what about um oh, anti gravity, first in Crash Nitro Kart, which was used uh for that game and then was taken and used in Mario Kart eight. Oh, what about um, the tag team mechanic where and tag team racing where you can merge with another player? One's a gunner and one's a driver. Well, that was taken into one of the Namco Bandai developed uh, Mario Kart arcade machines. I saw it and literally, I was I. This is gonna sound really dumb and really nerdy, but I went into a Dave and Buster's. I saw it and my mind's like, Hey, wait a minute, that's just Crash Tag Team Racing. Because <laughs> okay, let me let me just say it's not like Double Dash. It's not like Double Dash because right. um, Double Dash 
you know, one person held the item and threw it, and you were connected at all times. Uh, tag team racing was more like you chose another racer to collide with. Either you or them drove, and you had an infinite ammo supply of a shooting weapon, essentially. Right. Yeah. Right. And th they took that mechanic and used it in one of the arcade machine games where you get like a Koopa shell cannon or whatever and you merge and you and you specifically merge and clash with another racer of your choice a random CPU or another player to do this let, let me reiterate that <laughs> so I mean like I don't think I don't think anyone would really care if uh, Mario took some like, ideas from other uh, games you know just like yeah <laughs> I mean would anyone really care to be honest, like that that's a good thing to steal, you know? Yeah. That's a, that's that does a good that's a good, ga that's a good game mechanic to take. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I think that actually people probably would be would be alright. Yeah. You know what, Dev, you make a you make a very valid point. Yeah. <laughs> But I think that might be a good place for us to stop. Joe, how you feeling? Like, at the end of our discussion, how you feeling? Very good and very comfy. Because I didn't I, mention it up to this point, but I'm going to say it. But I got a big, fat robe just uh -huh. yesterday as a late Christmas gift. <laughs> and it is, it, it's, I'm just comfy. I am snug as a bug right now. There you go. You know what? That's, that's a good thing. It's better. It's good to be comfy. Yeah. It's definitely good to be comfy. But, but I'm gonna let you keep being comfy, Joe. Where's a good place for people to find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter.com at Joe Does Draw because they took away my old account and I had to come up with something clever for a new app. So that was the best thing I could do. <laughs> And uh, you could find me, if you'd like, uh, on Twitter at coldbrew underscore CJ, as well as on Twitch at coldbrew underscore CJ. And with that, we hope you all have a fantastic day. Make sure you stay safe, uh, keep your loved ones close, and uh, tell someone that you love them. Just as a reminder. Hey, Joe. Yeah? I love you. <gasps> oh. <laughs> just like that. See, do it just like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when you when you when you told me that you loved me, I went. Oh my god! Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, the funny soundboard. What would I do without you?